Welcome to the Transit Lounge. I'm your host, Chandra. As a recovering workaholic, I want to explore how you can do more of what you love without burning out. I'm on a mission to promote true well-being, the contented state of being happy, healthy, and prosperous. Through interviews with savvy entrepreneurs, authors, and industry experts, we'll share insights, inspiration, and practical tips on how you can be CEO you in the business of your life. Let's go. Hey there. Welcome to another episode of the Transit Lounge podcast. My name is Chandra and I'm your host and I'm super happy that you are here and listening today. Now, today's topic is one that sort of came to me because of some of the work that I've been doing, particularly over the last couple of weeks, and that is I've been doing quite a bit of presenting and speaking to small groups and Um, There's been a few things that have come up that I guess I've noticed that have made me think, right, this is actually a really important small element that really contributes to your level of confidence and how confident other people are in you. And so I decided I really wanted to share some of these thoughts. And what we're looking at is one thing that you can work on to improve your confidence and how confidently other people perceive you to be is your voice and your tonality. Because I've had a couple of situations where I've noticed the impact on me as a guest or an audience member or whatever you want to call it on the receiving end of how someone else is speaking and what it brings up for me. With the speaking gigs that I've been doing uh, recently, I've been introduced as the guest speaker by a number of different people in different places, different businesses and organizations. And I've really noticed the impact that not just the introduction of what they say, because they've largely all been saying a very similar thing, but there are some really crucial and influential elements in how they deliver what they say as to whether or not they get the attention of the people that are listening or not. And I guess how they are positioning themselves in what they're saying. There's also two other instances that I've noticed myself being really curious about the impact of somebody else's voice and how they use their voice on me is one is a a training session I guess that I was part of and it was a, a webinar style presentation and the person that was delivering it has been in business for a really long time and really knows their stuff However, I noticed a tendency that they had of doing a bit of a a nervous laugh and I don't know whether that's just their normal laugh or whether in that particular situation they were feeling a little bit more nervous, dealing with technology and whatever else, but it certainly came across to me as a nervous laugh that they were doing quite often and it had the impact on me of sort of feeling like, oh, It just made me, I guess, question or maybe depositioned that person in my mind. This probably makes me sound like such a cow, (laughs) I just realized. But anyway, there's one more example I'm going to give where you're just going to go, yeah, Chandra, she's just a bitch. But I was, uh, it was a while ago, I went to a yoga class and there was a different teacher. Hadn't been for a while, there was a different teacher doing this particular session. And the first time that, you know, she started 
running the session that I was in, I had a feeling come up with me where I thought, oh, maybe she, she's um, not well. She's got a bit of a throat cold, flu, something going on because her voice sounded really constricted and soft. And there's something else that I can't even quite explain how it was happening. But what it conveyed to me was uncertainty over an extended period throughout the whole class. And because her voice was quite soft, so not strong projection, there was this crackly nature to it and a few other things. It just really undermined a sense of trust that I would normally have in someone who's running a class. And so again, in my head, trying to focus on the yoga, be present, be on the mat, all of that, I was sort of clocking, I guess, because I talk for a living for a lot of what I do. So I was clocking the impact on me on the receiving side of someone who's voice delivery was not confident and I told myself oh, maybe she's sick maybe she's new maybe this is the first class she's ever done all that sort of stuff was just basically coming into my head as a unconscious judgment based on what and how she was speaking I've since been to another couple of classes with that same yoga instructor and the voice is the same so I don't think it was a sickness thing. And also the last time I went to this class, which was last weekend, I wasn't expecting her to be there. And as soon as I saw that she was running the class, straight away I, ha I felt a bit deflated like, oh. And, you know, that's me, that's my judgment, and it's probably a whole back catalogue story of my own baggage that I'm bringing there. But I just noticed that that was the impact that she's there and, you know, maybe she's a really great yoga instructor, but my experience of her in the sessions was not that great. And maybe I was too heavily influenced by her voice delivery, but that's just how I received it. And so all of those examples, I guess, made me feel like this is an important thing to talk about with you so that no matter where you're at, no matter what's going on for you, particularly in your work life and work situation, you can work on this as a way of being seen and being heard in your current role or if you're looking at new roles, if you're working with clients, whatever it might be, this is a really influential factor of how you are perceived. And so I really want to share with you some ideas that you can hopefully take on board to do your best with the voice that you have been given. I was looking online and I found a little stat factoid, whatever you want to call it, that some people believe that your level of believability is influenced about 40% by how you speak. So whether or not someone actually believes what you're saying and believes in you, 40% of that is the way that you deliver it through your voice. Now, I know there's probably lots of other stats about the impact of body language, and that is definitely another factor. But for this episode, we're honing in on your voice and how you use it to convey and create confidence. Because the way that you speak actually conveys a wealth of information unconsciously about you and the perceived value that you have to offer. And I think, too, that when you speak confidently, 
and you know that you're speaking confidently, it is like a feedback mechanism to yourself that you feel confident, so you continue to speak confidently. So it all kind of just keeps feeding and looping back into itself. So there's a lot of benefit to working on this. So what I'm really talking about is how you use your voice. And I want to look at some of the factors that really influence your voice and what you can do to make the most of it. Because all of us will have certain fundamental realities about our voice tone and pitch and the nasal cavities that we've got and all that sort of thing, which I am not an expert on any of any of that. But so there will be variations in how people talk. But this is really intended to give you some insights of the things that you can work on to optimize the voice that you have been given. And as I said, for you to be able to speak up and be heard. So there's actually six things that I've chosen for today's episode that I want to share with you. And I'm sure that this is not an exhaustive list. There's probably many more things that we could look at, but I just wanted to hone it down to five or six. The first one is about the importance of your breathing. Ideally, when you're speaking, you'll breathe through your nose. And this can be really tricky because it requires you to close your mouth to breathe through your nose. I don't know if you've noticed that. I actually don't know. Can you breathe through your nose with your mouth open? Hang on, I'm going to test it. Oh, sort of, but you sort of have to close off the back of your throat. Anyway, ideally you want to be breathing through your nose as much as possible because otherwise what can happen is breathing through your mouth can actually dry out your throat and vocal cords and that impacts how they vibrate and the tone of what comes out. So ideally before you start speaking, you would do some slow, deep breaths, ideally through your nose, to calm and center yourself and to get into, I guess, that thought process of remembering to breathe through your nose. So funny, I'm becoming very conscious of how I'm speaking because of the topic of this episode. Just took a big deep breath through my mouth, interestingly. All right, uh, so the first thing for you to focus on is your breathing really thinking about that and how you can use that to slow yourself down and optimize your the quality of your voice. The second thing that's important for you to be considering and working on to improve the quality of your voice and tonality is where you speak from and to ideally be speaking from your belly not from your chest because that tends to apparently open up a broader range in terms of the resonance of your voice and allows you to access the lower range in your voice because generally speaking apparently when you speak in a higher pitch it tends to undermine a level of certainty whereas a deeper voice tends to convey more conviction and certainty. I don't know why that is or if it's true 100% of the time but that's what they say. So ideally you want to be speaking from your belly, not from your chest. Third thing is to think about pace and how you are using pace because so often when I'm working with people that are working on either an elevator pitch or some sort of presentation that they're doing, what I notice is that if someone is talking really fast and just trying to rush through it and just get it done, what tends to happen is that it suggests nervousness, that that person just wants to hurry up and just get it done, get it over and done with and just get out of there. And that undermines your confidence. So 
ideally you want to be thinking about speaking slowly. Sometimes you'll mix it up and we'll talk about that in a second, but speaking slowly conveys confidence. It sends the unconscious message that you are worth listening to and that you're confident enough in yourself to not feel that you have to rush through. Even think about it when you are in meetings with people and there's someone who is perhaps a bit uncertain, they might rush through a comment because they assume that someone else is going to interrupt them. It's those kinds of things that are being conveyed unconsciously. So for you to really be thinking about how you can vary your pace appropriately, but definitely to not rush. That's pace. The fourth thing that you can look at is your tone. And when I was thinking about this, I was reminded of that situation that I'm sure I'm not the only one who ever had a parent or a teacher say to me when I was younger or when you were a kid that I don't like your tone of voice, <laughs> you know, when you're in trouble. Well, your tone of voice is less about what you're saying, although that's sometimes there too, and more about how you say it. It's the flavor or the intent behind what you're saying. And that's what you want to think about with tone. It really speaks a little bit to the kind of personality that is being conveyed. And recently I got given some really lovely feedback from someone who saw me present and he came up to me afterwards and said that he really felt after years and years of seeing similar presentations be done in his industry that he really um, enjoyed my presentation, felt that my delivery was really on point, on brand, it suited their business brand and I was representing them, felt very authentic. So those kinds of things are speaking to the tone that is coming through. And so that's something for you to be thinking about too. What's that flavor that you're trying to convey? And how does that communicate the sort of brand perception that you want to have about you? The fifth thing is melody. There is nothing worse than someone delivering a whole session or presentation in a very monotone voice. And we all have apparently a, a range that we tend to find as our comfort zone and we sort of bounce within that. There's going to be a little bit of variation in there, but it's, it's a, a, a zone that we speak in. But the problem is that if you stay too much in that space, it becomes very monotone and a little unconsciously predictable and people can start to tune out. This is something that I really, really had to work on when I first started doing a lot of workshop delivery and presentations. It was something that I got given as feedback. And, you know, when you get given feedback, it never feels great at the time. But it was a fantastic bit of insight for me of how I could continue to improve my skill as an effective communicator to bring a little bit more light and shade into the range of what I was saying and varying it up so that it keeps people a little bit more engaged and on their toes potentially. You can also use it strategically to make a point and it might be things like either quickening the pace of, of delivery because that conveys a little bit of excitement but not too long because that can make you feel like you're someone that's trying to just rush this through then you can slow things down 
and that can be really effective. But you don't want to do that too much because that might have people nodding off to sleep. You can also use things like a really effective conscious pause. Because sometimes what can happen is people are hanging on whatever you're about to say. They're curious about what the next thing that's coming. So you're really looking for what are the ways that you can create a more interesting, pleasing rhythm of your delivery to keep people kind of engaged and connected and a little bit kind of not quite knowing what's going to come next in your delivery. And the last point is volume. You've probably heard or worked with people that were really soft talkers. And I'm not, I'm not saying, I can't even talk in that soft level. <laughs> it's not good for recording anyway. But I'm not saying that everyone has to talk really, really loud. But one of the unfortunate things that can happen if you're a soft talker is that it's hard for people to hear you, literally. And therefore, they tune out. They will listen to somebody else who's speaking a little bit more loudly because by speaking more loudly, you're conveying a sense of confidence. By speaking softly, you might have a really great insight and knowledge to share. But if people can't hear you, it doesn't get through. And so your message is lost. And I'm not suggesting that you have to be shouting and talking at the top of your voice all the time and, you know, really being at that top end range because that, when you're talking loud, in, inappropriately loud over an extended time, that can come across as being a bit obnoxious or arrogant or something. So that doesn't help you either. You want to do what I used to describe to an announcer that I used to work with who had a habit of speaking really loudly in small confined spaces that actually was just a bit offensive to people's ears. And so I used to say, hey, inside voice. So what you're looking for is to find your strongest appropriate inside voice and speak at that level. Don't undermine the value of what you've got to say by delivering it too softly. So that's it. That's my six tips to increase your confidence factor in all of your communication as well as increase how confident other people perceive you to be and to just create that great positive feedback loop. So maybe you can choose just one or two to practice, have a bit of a play with to see how you feel and how others respond. Keeping in mind that whenever you're going to be practicing and trying on something new, it might feel a bit awkward, uncomfortable, unfamiliar at first, and that's totally normal. But the idea is that you practice these things until you kind of find your natural groove and it becomes your new normal. So that's what you're aiming for. I hope this was useful for you and has given you some ideas for how you can go into your week being a confident speaker, being seen and heard. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Transit Lounge. If you liked it, please do me a favor and leave a review so I can keep doing more episodes for you. And come and say hi in the private Facebook group, The Transit Lounge, being CEO you in the business of your life. I really look forward to connecting with you there. And until then, do whatever you can to create a future that you will love through the choices you make today.